Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So this is our first mini episode and I'm super excited. We decided to add a second episode every week and we're going to be answering your questions here. I'm going to be commenting on stuff that you guys send in. So if you guys have something you want to share with me, something that's going on, you're struggling with something or you're really excited about something, some step you've taken to pursue your dream job, you can go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram at kathy.heller. You can send me a DM because I check every single one of those myself and I respond to you guys myself over there. Or you can post it in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. And Emma and I, Emma is my co-producer, Emma and I will be looking and seeing what you guys are sending in. And we're going to choose a couple of those things every week. And we're going to read your letters, or we will respond to your questions, or we will celebrate you if you're taking strides and we feel like that deserves a big round of applause. I also think it's just super inspiring to everyone else to see what steps people are taking towards their dreams, making things a reality. So I'm I'm really excited about this. That's what this is about. Right now, I'm actually recording from my hotel room in New York City, and um, it's super fun to be here. I'm speaking at the podcast Upfronts, and uh, I love being here. And my husband actually came along with me, which is a super big treat since we've never been away from the kids for three nights. And it's really fun to reconnect to him also and just have this time to give to each other because it's so easy when you're both working for that to just slip away. So let's dive into you and your story and where you guys are at. I just want to take a chance to answer some of the questions and highlight your wins because at this point there are too many good ones um, and we want to give as many of them justice as we possibly can. Okay, so one quick thought before we get into all this good stuff. I want to remind you that how much you believe things are possible is ultimately what is going to dictate what actually happens. You've got to take responsibility for that story. And I want you to figure out what that story is that's playing in your mind. Be aware of it. And if it's not serving you, I want you to try to change it. And part of why I'm doing this show is to try to get in there and change that story. Because to the extent that you think something is possible, that's how much action you're going to take. That's how much confidence you're going to exude. I'm not talking about arrogance. I'm talking about just believing just believing it's possible. You know, I've always had this sort of naivete almost about what I believed was possible. I always believed that whatever I'm pursuing, I'm like, I want to start a podcast. I could do that. Yeah. Let's have the number one show on iTunes. Or I want to do music. I'm going to move out to LA. I've never been consumed with all the stuff that could go wrong or all the other people trying to do this thing. I just think about this thing I want and I'm like, why can't it happen? Of course it can happen. Let's go. And I think the more you believe, then you do take that action. Because believe me, when I started out in music, I wasn't that good. I was pretty mediocre, but I kept believing like I would just make it happen. So it, it made me put the the work and the effort into just getting better and getting better and getting better because I kept seeing what, what was at the end of that rainbow. And it kept feeling like I could just reach out and grab it. So the more you believe in what's possible, you're going to take action. And I want you to know that that might be the biggest thing in your way. I think the biggest thing that stands in our way, even more than the overthinking about are we good enough or not, is how much we actually believe it's possible. So I hope that you're seeing week after week on the show, all these creative entrepreneurs who've been able to make an amazing living doing what they love. 
I hope that's starting to show you how much is possible, even when you don't have a famous last name, even when your father doesn't give you a trust fund. Oh my gosh, the world is rooting for you. There's a place that's, that's yours. Nobody can take it. I remember when Jen Sincero was on the podcast, she said while she was writing the book, sometimes she'd be like sitting there going into a bookstore and going, oh my God, there's so many books. Is there really room for another book? There's already so much that's been said. And then she'd remind herself, but my book hasn't been written. No one can take your destiny. It's yours. And if it is yours, I want you to dream as big as you can possibly dream and expand and push and have the courage to push through all of that and say, no, you know what? I do believe. And I want you to keep turning the volume up on how much you believe is possible because to the extent you believe something is possible, you're going to act differently. You're going to create differently. You're going to work harder. You're going to put more energy into it because you believe that it's not a futile effort. So please, I want you to leave the show every week going, this is totally doable. Of course, I can have my own ice cream shop. Of course, I can create Halo Top and I can have it in 20,000 stores around the country. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. All right, let's dive in. We're going to celebrate your wins and we're going to talk about your questions. So Julietta is at Painted Lives on Instagram. She sent me this message. Hi, Kathy. I wanted to thank you for your podcast. It has changed my life. I'm one of those reverse stories of an artist from Argentina that came to Los Angeles to become a film director. I ended up working as a script supervisor and I still do. It pays my rent. But I realized that my passion was not in the film industry, but in painting. I always knew even before going to film school that I was betraying something really important about myself. Now in my 40s, I'm starting again. I opened up an Etsy shop. I create personalized and affordable work. I named it Painted Lives, and my website is julietalima.com. Here's a screenshot of a picture of you that I thought was really emotional. I wanted to make a sample for you of what I do. Love, Julietta. So Julietta sent me a painting that she did of me. I posted a picture of myself at like six years old on Instagram, and she painted her version of that. It's so beautiful, and it's so touching. And it's interesting that you saw that it was emotional. You know, I did have a lot of stuff going on in my childhood, like a lot of us do, but it's interesting that you picked up on that. And I guess that's what artists do is they, they see things and maybe they see things that other people don't necessarily see. So it's beautiful. This is really inspiring. And your story is really inspiring. It's never too late. Nobody's asking the question when they buy a painting or when they pick up a piece of pottery wait a minute, excuse me, sir, before I buy this, um, can you tell me how old the person was who made this? And the truth is, it should be the opposite. You know, the, the longer you've been on the planet, the wiser you are, the more in touch you might be with yourself. Hopefully, the more you're learning to stop apologizing for who you are, and the more you're just being who you really are. So I feel like we should see it that maybe as we continue to live our lives, that we would continue to open ourselves up to new possibilities, to exploring projects, and maybe the best pieces and maybe things that we've never even dared to do are waiting for us in every single decade. Maybe there's something more. And I think that we live in a society that really doesn't teach it that way. You know, you're supposed to know what you want to do at 18, and then you're supposed to do that for the rest of your life. But how does that really make sense? You know, if we're supposed to be growing and continuing to be in alignment with ourselves, it makes sense that as you continue to journey, that there's so much 
in there and there's so much to all of us and we're so multidimensional and 40 is young, you know, 50 is young. It's such a blessing to be on the planet. As long as you're waking up every single day and there's something in you that you strive to create, it's a good day to do it. So go ahead and follow her at Painted Lives on Etsy, or you can see more of her beautiful work at JulietaLima.com, J-U-L-I-E-T-A Lima.com. And I'll go ahead and post that photo in the Facebook group so you guys can see a screenshot of that beautiful painting that she did. Okay, here's another one. So I got a message from at Blue Lake Gift Boxes on Instagram. And the message was, you don't know me, but I just wanted to say thank you. You've been such an inspiration. I've listened to all your podcasts and I finally made the decision to start my business about a month ago. It has not been easy and we are still working on growing our audience on Facebook and Instagram. But everything I've done is because you encourage me to pursue my dream and I'm loving every minute of it. I could not have done it without you. So thanks. I owe you a lot. Thank you so much. I mean, it's so incredible to hear that people are doing their thing because they're listening to the show. That means the world to me because I know that each one of you has so much in there. In that song, Let Your Color Shine, you know, I play a song of mine at the end of every episode and I've been playing that one the last few weeks. And there's a line in the song that says, it's raining rainbow sprinkles. And I just, I picture, you know, like everybody sort of giving their thing, doing their thing, adding their color to the world. And it's the most awesome thing I can picture. So when I was a kid, Care Bears were in, right? And there was always this moment where the Care Bears would do the Care Bear stare with all the Care Bears sort of lined up in a circle. And each one of them had a different emblem on their belly. Each one of them stood for something different. Each one of them had a different gift, right? So this one was like a friendship bear. And this one was like the courage bear. And this one, whatever it was. And they would do this thing, the Care Bear stare, where every single one of them, they would like close their eyes and they would just like do their thing and like offer whatever it was that they gave to the world, whatever it is that was their signature thing. And you'd see all these like hearts and flowers. And and that's how I picture every soul. Like every single one of us has this thing that we were given. And I want us to do it because the world needs it. And you have a thing that no one else can do. It's not even helpful to compare yourself to anyone else because it's not relevant. You're in your own lane. Nobody can take your destiny because you have something to give that only you can give. You are a complete original and we need whatever it is that is inside of you to come out. So by the way, I love your idea. I love this idea of putting the aroma and flavors of Minnesota in a box and then letting other people around the country get a little taste of your town. I think it's super cool. You guys, go ahead, give her some love. Go check out her curated luxury gift boxes at Blue Lake Gift Boxes on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, we have a couple other wins from our Facebook group. So Greg Franklin has been a superstar since day one. Last time we checked in with him, he got fired from his job. That was only a few weeks ago, but recently he posted in the Facebook group and he said, it's been a long week of looking at numbers and calculating to see if if it would actually work. Looks like we're signing a lease on this tiny 10 foot wide and 40 foot long building, turning it into a cheesecake bakery. I've never been more excited. All right, well, maybe it's right below getting married and having a kid. You guys, I cannot believe this. This is what I'm talking about. You build your business while you have a day job. So when you leave, or in Greg's case, when they kick you out, you already have set something up and you're ready to succeed. He's been testing his cheesecakes, doing the marketing and the outreach, making that dollar one, and that turned into more dollars, and that turned into about $20,000. And that was while he had his day job. That was while it was just a side hustle. But now he has the time to focus fully on the Cheesecake Ninja business, and it's full steam ahead. So great job, Greg. That's awesome. We're super excited to be in this incredible journey with you. 
So inspiring. All right, here's another one. Chrissy Ray said, this month I started taking a children's picture book class online. It's been so inspiring and informative. I finally ignored the procrastination monster and began drawing out thumbnails for the layout of my book this week. And I began to draw the main character who happens to be me in kindergarten. It has been such a comfort to my soul to draw again. I can't describe how affirming it has been to awaken the part of me that I've neglected for too many years. Yes, Chrissy, so cool. It is never too late to do the things that light you up. And it's so important, right? Like joy is its own reason for being. Why would it be that we would take this low-hanging fruit, the things that we love, and put them on the shelf to collect dust for the rest of our life? It doesn't make sense. When Gretchen Rubin was on the show, she was talking about happiness. And she said, there's so many things that you did as a kid. There's so many things that you know right now would make you happier. So why then do we just not do it? It's sort of simple. Like if something makes you happy, do more of it. If something makes you miserable, do less of it. It's not that complicated, but I feel like we we get in our head and we don't want our work to not be perfect so we don't actually start. But I think it's important to make the time to be messy, to explore, and to let yourself just be creative and make things. I don't know about you, but I feel most like myself when I'm just making stuff, creating stuff, connecting to people, looking for where I can serve, figuring out what talent, what skill, what unique anything I have to say or do or give that can possibly make the world a little bit brighter or just be fun to share. So I encourage you to just keep doing it. It's so inspiring to see you guys working on this stuff. Okay, so I also want to use this time to help you out with whatever you're struggling with. We had a question in the Facebook group that comes up a lot, so I thought this was important to address. So Layla said, Hey, lovely community. I'm one month into following my dream of being a vintage pop-up styled illustrator, but I'm starting to lose steam and confidence in myself. I know that every good thing needs time to establish itself, and it's easy to judge people based on their highlight reel, but I'm really scared I'm not good enough at what I do to be able to sustain it as a forever job. I'd love to hear from others on how they cope with the loss of momentum after the initial buzz of starting wears off. How do you keep yourself from falling into your own negative self-talk? Please help, Layla. And you can see all her amazing illustrations on Instagram at dollface underscore delinquent. Such a cute name. So what was cool about this is that some of you guys in the group had really solid advice for Layla. So Steph said to listen to the people who believe in you, but will also be honest with you when something's not working. And Sean said, for me, it's self-will to put down the crack pipe of social media and just work. Elena posted the mantra she uses that says, shutting down that inner critic. I'm exactly where I need to be, when I need to be, doing what I need to be doing, exactly the way it needs to be done. I am perfect. I am enough. That's beautiful. So here's what I would say. We all think that we're not good enough. And I think actually the people who are the most brilliant struggle with that even even more. I've heard Woody Allen say that he can't go back and watch any of his films. He hasn't gone back and watched Annie Hall since he actually shot that movie. That movie won the Oscar for Best Picture, and he has not gone back to watch it because he can't handle it. He said every time he looks at his work, he just sees a million things that he could have done better and he doesn't like it. It makes him feel really insecure. So this is something that everybody deals with. That's number one. So it's hard to know. Are you just being hard on yourself or does it need work? So part of what I was talking about in Monday's episode on how to quit your day job is how essential it is to be testing things, to be getting feedback. So the difference between a hobby and a job, a hobby means I want to make stuff, right? And then I'm just going to do stuff. And that's great because 
that process in and of itself is the goal, right? Just doing the thing that you love. But as soon as you want to turn this into a business and you want to sell your illustrations, you want to be able to license your music, then it really matters who you're making stuff for and what it is that they want. So I think part of the thing that's going to fuel you is serving your community, is getting connected to those people who you think what you're creating is for. And I want you to start to cultivate those people and I want you to start to find those people. And then you'll be making stuff. And instead of just making dinner, you'll be making dinner for your friend. And as you're sort of preparing recipes and thinking about things, your friend will weigh in and say, you know, I really love quinoa. You know, I really love lemon poppy seed dressing. And you'll say, oh, because I'm making dinner for you. So I want to keep thinking about what you like, and I'm going to make this better and better and better. So I want you to think about who you're making this for. I want you to start to talk to those people and cultivate that audience. And I think then you won't lose steam because ultimately, I think what we all want to be doing is contributing to the world. I think what we all want to be doing is really feeling like we're making something that other people think is beautiful. That's that ikigai, right? The ikigai is the combination of three points, what you love to do, what you're good at. And then that third piece is what you do that the world wants, that the world needs. And the thing that everybody is searching for is purpose. What we really want to feel is that we're significant and that something we do matters. And the way that that happens is by using our gifts to create things and make things that other people find beautiful, that, that lift them up. So don't think that by making pottery or painting or illustrating or baking, that you're not making the world more beautiful, that you're not living your purpose because that's what we're all living for, right? It's, it's, that's the magic. That's the stuff that we wake up for. You know, of course we need our basic necessities. We need clean water. We need shelter. But what are we living for? It's, it's all that magic. It's the music. It's the poetry. It's watching up. We're going to go see a Broadway show tonight. It's all of that, right? That's what, that's what keeps us really alive. So all of this is adding so much beauty and so much richness and so much flavor to the world. So I would encourage you to find your tribe and to think about them and to ask them what they like and ask them what they want and, and see what they're connecting to that you're making and continue to serve them and continue to find ways to do what you love and take risks and be vulnerable and creatively expressing yourself. And at the same time, really having these people in mind and making things and and choosing colors and and working with palettes that you think are going to, you know, really excite them. And I think that keeps you going because now you're serving something greater than yourself. And Layla, there's something else I want to tell you. You know, every single day we have to be responsible for our energy. We got to keep our energy up. And it isn't easy. It isn't easy, but I've talked to you guys before about how Productivity is not about having more hours in the day. It's about keeping ourselves energized. You've got to figure out what's going to push your buttons and get you in that mindset where you're just ready to rip it open. And certain things are going to do that for you. You might find that this podcast does that for you, which would be awesome. But you might find that there's other things that can do that as well. And I want you to have that there every single day. And I want you to proactively build that into your life. When we had Kathleen Shannon on the, on the show, she has a podcast that's great called Being Boss. And she talked about how every single day she sets a meeting with herself. You know, we set meetings with all these people and, and we have all these commitments. But she said the most important meeting of her day is with herself. Every single morning, 
she makes that meeting with herself non-negotiable because she knows she has to do that in order to get the most out of the rest of the day. So what can you do with that meeting with yourself every single morning? Is it going to be meditation? Can you listen to a playlist of songs that gets you so inspired? Do you want to go take a run? Is there a best friend in your life who you can have a call with for 15 minutes every morning and keep each other accountable and remind each other what you really want and remind each other what's really possible? It's just so important to remember that We have to proactively prime ourselves to be in an incredible emotional state because there's so much stress and there's so much old stuff and there's so many old tapes from childhood that play in your mind and tell you things that are going to undermine everything you're doing. So you got to stay one step ahead of that. You got to stay 10 steps ahead of that. So another thing you can do, Julia Cameron in her book, The Artist's Way, which would be an incredible book for you to take with you on the next 12 weeks of your journey. It's a 12-week process, but she has you doing these morning pages. Every single morning, you write front and back of three pages. And part of it is she just wants you to write out anything that you're thinking so you can just get rid of any of that self-doubt, all that negativity. Because when you write it out, when you look at it, as opposed to just sort of letting it, you know, just quietly be in the back of your brain doing its thing and sort of hijacking the rest of your day, you write this stuff out and you look at it and you're like, wait. Is that really true? And as you say it, it sort of loses its power. And maybe if you give that critic, if you give that self-doubt a chance to just kind of like get it all out, then you can really take hold of it. And now you can really decide where you're going to direct your attention, where you want to direct your thoughts, what really is serving you and what really isn't. So that's, that's another thing. But every single day, I have to proactively get myself into a positive state. I went to see Tony Robbins a couple of times and he talked about how every morning he has like a ritual. He spends a few minutes thinking about what he's grateful for. He spends a few minutes visualizing what's possible. And then he, he, he does like physical, you know, he does physical exercise to get his body, you know, really ready for the day. So we know that moving your body physically can change your state. It can like get those endorphins pumping and you can literally be happier, you know, just from working out. That's one thing. But also it's really important to stop and use your mind to focus on what's possible. You know that that Phil Jackson who coached uh, the Bulls and the Lakers, he would have those guys sit and meditate before every game. And yes, they were practicing and doing 400 free throws before breakfast, but it wasn't enough. He found that the way to get them that that edge, Michael Jordan, you know, the very person who's like the legend who he is in basketball, he used to meditate. He used to meditate before every game. And they've done studies to find out what actually makes a difference. And they find that it's the combination of the, the visualization as well as the actual physical action. So if you think about successful people like Michael Jordan or like Jerry Seinfeld, and you wonder like, how did this person get to be so successful? It's the combination of working on their craft as well as using their mind and directing it so it doesn't just run wild and sort of come from a place of self-doubt. So there's something to it. And for everybody, it's a little different. Some people don't want to do meditation. There have definitely been chapters in my life where I did meditate every day, but I don't, I don't necessarily do that um, religiously every single day. But I do prime myself. And for me, it's music. Like I'll put on a playlist of a few songs. You know, I'll listen to something by Megan Trainer, or I'll listen to something by Ben Rector. And a couple songs later, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just ready to go. I, I remind myself of what's possible. I remind myself of who I really am. I remind myself of what I really want. And I, I get out of that funk. But we all have that funk. 
You know, it's so easy to wake up feeling stressed or feeling overwhelmed or feeling like what's really going to happen or what, because there's so much around us, so much negativity around us. There's so many people around you who, you know, sort of like want to be doomsday. Um, and you've been taught so many things about yourself and you've, you've seen what's modeled. So you got to push past that. So I would really encourage you to think about what's going to charge your, charge your batteries, just like you would with your iPhone, proactively stay ahead of that battery, look for when it's getting drained. And sometimes you just need to take a break. But other times, you really need to think about every single morning. You got to proactively be in charge, and you can literally make yourself happier and happier. It's a choice, and it's a state. It's a state of mind. And the good news is, it's like literally a breath away. It's always a breath away, even when you're feeling like so lousy. It's within reach. It's there. We just got to change where your mind is. You got to direct your mind to another place. So guys, did you like this? I want to make stuff that you need, that you like. What do you guys want? If you have a question for me, if you have a win that you want me to share, if there's something else you'd like me to do during this format, like take a call live and and sort of brainstorm with someone and talk to them live on the air. Do you guys want to do that? Do you want to call in and we can talk about your business? I'm here for you. I love you. I want to see you succeeding and being happy. I want to see you doing your work in this world because I know there's plenty of room for you and I know that there's no reason for you to be sitting at a desk job you don't like. I know that there's a way for you to take talent and skills and your unique perspective on the world and be making a living doing things that bring you joy. I know that you don't have to wake up Monday morning and dread it. I know that you could be waking up excited and feeling that sense of purpose. Ultimately, that's what I want. So please let us know. Give me the feedback. Tell me what you'd like. I'm really here to serve. I'm really here to make this what it is that's going to feel like it's really fulfilling and meeting your needs. So reach out to me on Instagram at kathy.heller. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you need. And you can reach out to us on the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. It's a really supportive environment, as you can see with some of the things that I said today. So you can find us at, on Facebook at Don't Keep Your Day Job. And we have a Facebook group, uh, which is the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. So come and find us. Thank you for your support. It means the world to me. I do not take one single review or one single Instagram comment uh, for granted. You guys are the best and you lift me up. You make me feel like I'm 20 feet tall. If you have not reviewed our show on iTunes, please go ahead and take a second and do that because we've been in the top 10 and it's so amazing because it helps so many people find us that would not have found us otherwise. So if you like the show, please go ahead, take a second and go ahead and review us on iTunes because it would make a huge difference. If every single one of you stopped right now and reviewed the show, we'd actually be the number one podcast. And that would be amazing. That would be the best gift you can give to me because it helps me just reach more souls. So if you love the podcast, please go ahead and review it and share an episode that you love with a friend. Maybe it'll help them. Maybe it'll encourage them to have that courage to get out of their own way because so often we're complaining. We're we're complaining that we're, on, we're not fulfilled in our marriage. We're complaining that... You know, life is so, you know, frustrating. And really, we're just not taking responsibility for our own happiness. Really, there's just something that's so obvious that's sitting there like this pink elephant in the room. And we just got to spend time on it. And we got to get over the fact that we we don't think we're enough because everybody's afraid that they're not enough. And it's not true. I wish you could see yourself the way your best friends see you. I'll leave you with my song, Let Your Color Shine. And I'll be speaking to you guys on Monday. Have an awesome weekend. Everybody's got a little something. Everybody's